0: Welcome to this episode of Teachers Talk Tech, an EdTech podcast by Cambridge University Press and Assessment for language teachers, bi-language teachers, on using technology inside and outside of the classroom. My name is Hayo, and today my guest is Raquel Ribeiro, who is a teacher, writer, and lecturer from Brazil. Hi, Raquel. Great to talk to you again.
1: Hi, Hayo. It's good to be here.
0: So a little while ago, Mark Pegram and I did a podcast recording on augmented reality, which is using your phone or your tablet and looking through the camera as you walk around the real world. And as you're looking at things, additional digital information is shown on the screen. And these could be images, it could be sound recordings, it could be text, but today we're going to talk about virtual realities. So, Raquel, what is VR?
1: Well, VR stands for virtual reality, and it is when we make use of a headset and there is this immersive experience of visiting a place. For example, it could be a forest, it could be another city, it could be somewhere in a spaceship. And from this experience, we can have many possibilities, especially if we consider the educational scenario, learning a language, for example, that's exactly my context.
0: What are some of the benefits of immersing students in a virtual reality environment?
1: Considering our context of uh, teaching languages, you know, uh, very often our students don't have this opportunity of traveling to other countries. So we can connect, not only show a photo in the book, but for about a minute or two, they can see the street, they can see some shops or visit a specific place. And that brings to our brain the element of experience and this enhances the learning. Because actually, uh, in terms of the scientific studies, what happens with virtual reality is that we can work within the educational setting with this impression that we have after actually have t- having taken the tour. So it's like you remember something. It's like, oh, I took a trip to... And then your brain has this feeling and this brings more excitement and this there's a different feeling.
0: So how can VR be used to get learners to work together?
1: The experience... Uh, of being and looking at a city or a location um, brings you elements to talk to others, to tell others. We can also have uh, a one group visiting one city and another group visiting another city and then questions to exchange ideas. And the, the whole point is we have this experience of our perception and we can change that into a communicative practice.
0: So, for example, as a teacher, you would have learners uh, have an experience in virtual reality and then maybe talk to one of the other learners to find out what they saw and what they experienced.
1: Yeah, I have done it both ways, actually. Uh, Once uh, teaching adults, uh, they were paired up. So one had the headset and the other didn't. So while one was visiting the location, uh, the other one had a set of questions I had prepared beforehand. And this one, experiencing the virtual reality tour, uh, would answer based on what they were watching there. And that was very interesting, okay? You have to explain. It's a bit crazy, but it makes sense. And then the other way around, but obviously with a different location.
0: So it sounds like uh, to, to, for it to be successful, you really want to prepare this type of activity even more carefully, if anything, than, than you normally already do.
1: Yeah, it is important, especially in the first time, because it's this element of novelty. The first thing we have to do, if you consider teenagers and adults, it's to explain the purpose. So why are we using this activity? With the little ones, there's no explaining. It's enjoying and asking them questions. So it's a whole different approach. We've got a a shortage of headsets and I believe everywhere in the world this happens. So one very, very important step I have to take is to prepare rotation stations so the other students are still busy with something productive and related to the lesson while I'm supervising uh, more specifically and more carefully the station with the, the headset. But what happens is that everybody wants to go to the station (laughs) to experience the virtual reality. (laughs) And I know that it's not about being there forever. So I preset around two minutes of a tour, no more than that. And depending on the group or how many students I've got, I separate uh, three or two different tours so that they actually have what to exchange, what to talk about. And why am I insisting that uh, it's important this tour doesn't last for a very long time? Even if you had one headset per student, even if that was not the problem, I've always been concerned about uh, motion sickness and I've never given this a chance to happen. So with kids, no more than a minute and a minute and a half. With adults, two minutes tops or very, very slightly over that.
0: So, you haven't had to clean up your classroom as a result of motion sickness?
1: <laughs> no, really? Or, or, yeah, or students complaining, I'm feeling dizzy, because, yeah, this is a very uh, important uh, limit. We have to be careful. So, otherwise, it might happen. Mm. We don't know. Of course,
0: yeah. Well, let's go back to the classroom activities uh, that we can use that most benefit from using VR. So can you give us another example of an activity that you've used in the past that you thought, hey, that really worked well?
1: Yes. Uh, During the pandemic, uh, the emergency online classes, uh, there was a lesson in particular that involved uh, museums and art. And I thought, "Okay, this would be amazing, but they are at home and they haven't got a VR set. Uh, uh, via VR headset. And then I talked to the group and I said, okay, I would love if you could experience uh, visiting museums in different cities in the world, but we are going to do that without a headset, uh, with your very own mobile phone. And I explained this step by step, so I shared the links and everything, and I uh, assigned uh, different cities, and within the cities they chose a museum to go. And I added a challenge as, as if it was not in <laughs> yeah. uh, I said, okay, I would love uh, if you could somehow explain your tour to the colleagues and we could have all those tours uh, together. And they accepted this challenge. And I, I created in my Instagram account Uh, a collection of those mini tours and being narrated by the students as they visited the different parts of museums in different cities. Students can have an experience that goes beyond just looking at the screen or just looking at the book, and we all like to tell stories. The VR experience, it brings, it's an experience, a cognitive experience that is different from our surroundings, but it gives us elements to communicate with each other. They also dream at the end of the tours, I get the students saying, oh, I would love to to travel to this city one day. And this is an important element that motivates us to keep studying or work or to have goals in life. And the little ones, they just want to go to the jungle or to the National History Museum, which was (laughs) the most recent tour, and to see uh, the skeleton of a dinosaur or a a big whale or any other animal because, obviously, uh, it's connected with our life experience. (laughs) And the little ones are just so excited.
0: Were there any moments that really stood out for you in using VR?
1: The most touching experiences I had in this sense, Hale, was uh, when a student in a wheelchair came to me, and I was getting ready to teach with the headsets in the library, and uh, his class was over, he was not my student, and he asked me questions about it. And I said, well, they're going to visit, I think it was Oxford and another city. And he was looking at me like, oh, this must be great. And I asked him, would you like to take a tour? Would you like? And he said, okay. And it's so amazing the way he was like, and he told me something. It felt like I was walking there. And that was, you know, I think we can bring to our students uh, experiences that reinforce how important it is to learn a language, how important it is to have goals and to dare to do something different.
0: What are some of the downsides of using VR and increased tech use in general?
1: That's a very important question, Peo. And I think the, the major concern has to do with health in terms of motion sickness, We don't want our students to experience anything that's going to be negative. So this is number one. The other thing you mentioned about having already too much technology integrated, when I prepare the stations, I prioritize activities that involve writing a paper or poster or listening or something in the book or teaching it all the because then you can provide this balance. The tech tool in this particular class is going to be using the virtual reality, and that will be it for this class. And another thing I would add is to be careful with uh, your planning, the sense of time. Uh, people get carried away very easily.
0: Yes, that's true. Where can people find examples of the tours that you mentioned, or in general, find resources to learn more about virtual reality?
1: Uh, I believe YouTube is definitely the number one to to try and find those tours. Just make sure while you type to research that you are choosing 360 degrees and that you test beforehand uh, how it works on your phone. Uh, in the World of Better Learning blog, I wrote articles and there, is, there are links to uh, the videos that can be used and the context and if they can be used with adults or teenagers or adult learners. And there are other blog posts. Uh, within this topic as well. There is even another one I wrote about the metaverse, because somehow uh, the evolution of technology, one thing connects to the other. So I would recommend taking a look at that. There are also webinars. Uh, You know, if you go, you can find webinars. Myself, I have uh, given a number of at least three or four webinars on using virtual reality. Uh, with this purpose of teaching English to the different age ranges.
0: As we wrap up the conversation, do you have any final tips for our listeners? Any words of wisdom you would like to pass on?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, I believe we learn so much from each other and we learn so much from being in, in different places and countries. So what I really encourage is taking part in events, in webinars, in communities, in online communities. Uh, Watch or or follow what people have been saying and voice what your perception is and your experience, because the more we share, the more it reaches out our community of teachers. I'd say um, stay curious and positive and learning. And uh, that's uh, the way to go.
0: Raquel, thank you for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you for the opportunity, Heo. Thank you
0: for listening and check out the other conversations of the Teachers Talk Tech podcast by Cambridge University Press and Assessment.